What is up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 208. I'm feeling great, and don't be late, and don't hesitate, because I'm going to articulate. I don't know what I'm saying. I just always wanted to be a rapper, and uh, I could see why I will never will be one. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have another great question today from Craig. But before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks dot com the super easy to use cloud accounting solution to help you keep track of all your financials stuff coming in your business expenses going out any sort of invoicing that you do if you need to bill somebody it makes it super easy to do that create invoicing professional looking invoices with fresh books and uh, seriously i wish it was something i used sooner because i used excel uh, for a very long time when i first started and come tax season it uh, was kind of a uh, fuss and so <laughs> fresh books made it a lot easier once i finally got into it so if you want to get fresh books and try it out for free head on over to getfreshbooks.com and enter ask pat in the how did you hear about us section for a free trial. Cool. Now let's get to today's question from Craig. Hi, Pat. This is Craig Morrison from usabilityhour.com. Um, I had a question for you about guest posts. What is the best thing to do on your blog or your website when someone agrees to publish a guest post on their site? So they would have a link in the author bio that would link back to your site. Is there some things you can do um, to sort of welcome the people or is there anything that um, I should be doing to um, take advantage of that situation, of that incoming traffic to my site? Thanks a lot. Craig, thank you so much for the question today. So check this out. This is going to be awesome because this is one of my favorite things to do. So if you know you're going to have a guest post on somebody else's site, the first thing you need to do is find out when they're going to publish it because you're going to do some stuff on your site that's going to help match up with that particular audience on that day and things are going to happen. But before anything, you need to know when it's going to happen. So if at all possible, try to find out when your guest post is going to be published. That's the most important thing. Put that in the calendar and get all this other stuff set up beforehand. Now, I'm going to go over some options with you on things you could do on your end to make the best of all this that is going on. So first of all, you just have to have your site optimized, okay? So when people come to your site, no matter what point they're at, they're seeing that it's a place they should be. Your tagline's there. They know what it's about, and it's just easy to navigate. First impression is good, all that sort of stuff. Those are just obvious things. that you That's the baseline. You should have those things because you're going to get some traffic coming in from this guest post, and if your first impression isn't good, if they don't think that that's the right spot, even though they came from another site, I mean, maybe that's going to help a little bit. But if they come there and it just doesn't look good, looks matter, they do, and they're having trouble finding their way around, there might not be anything useful for them when they get there, then they're going to leave. So the first thing you could do is just make sure everything that is supposed to be there when people arrive, no matter where they're coming from, is there. Um, You know, obviously you could do just that and that would be helpful um, and you'll get traffic and that's good. Another thing you could do, and this is something I used to do back in the day when I did, uh, I, I didn't actually do very many guest posts, but when I did, I did a, I did these next two things. 
One is I would have a welcome message for those people. So I found a little plugin, and there's a lot of different ones out there. Perhaps if you know how to customize your site or even just put it in your sidebar or something, just a little quick, fun, little welcome message for people coming directly from that site. Some people might use something like a hello bar or something just to create some sort of message at the top of the page that says, hey, welcome readers of such and such. And I think that's really cool because it sort of gives you some sort of congruency some connection between where people are on that other site and where people are on your site. And it'll be, if they see that, they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. This person uh, is that person who was a guest post or, uh, on that other site that I was at, and now I'm going to continue to look forward. And so that welcome message can help. Beyond that, you could also make sure, and this is this is something that I love to share, on that day that your guest post goes live on that other site, you want to come out with an amazing piece of content that day so that it's the first blog post people see, you know, in your blog feed, in your archive, right? The latest blog post you have out, it's new and it's directly related to what you talked about. Or perhaps it's something sort of, uh, you know, that, that makes sense or goes along with it. That, that target at least specifically targets that same particular audience. So it's a it's a it's an epic piece of content that you know solves a particular problem that those people are going to love, perhaps share, and know that when they land on your site that, wow, okay, this guy, he was awesome on this guest post on this site that I already trusted. And that's the, that's the beauty of doing guest posts. You know, it's sort of an endorsement from that blog owner about who you are, your way to get in front of a completely brand new audience sometimes. And when people come to your site, they're going to be like, wow, yes. This guy is the deal. I need to subscribe. I need to join his email list. I just want more. And so having that post come out related and targeted to that same target audience that you guest posted at on that day is going to help out a ton. So try to make it congruent. Again, not just with a welcome message, but with actual blog content that is useful. And to take that tip one step further, Try to create some way to generate a small, quick win for those people. Something that they'd be able to do and actually see results from even while in the middle of that post. Because when you can get those people who are brand new to your site to actually see rewards coming from going there, they're going to want more. This is sort of that habit. Uh, Charles Duick from his book, The Power of Habit. There's a whole chapter on the power of the small, quick win there. It creates this sort of habit in a person's brain. They're, they're going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back for more reward, more rewards, more rewards on your site. So that's how you can do that. So optimize your site, of course. That's, you got to do that. To include some sort of welcome message. Perhaps the welcome message is included in that blog post, that epic post that you just demonstrates your, to the best of your ability, the fact that they are exactly where they need to be and they need to stay there. The fourth thing you could do is create a landing page, a specific landing page that only people who read that guest post can access. So it'll actually be a unique link. So for example, it might be your domain.com slash SPI. If you were to guest post on SPI, that's what I would do, or Pat, for example, so that when people go through that particular link, they go to your site, and it's your site's root domain, but it has that extra modifier at the end, which puts them onto a specific landing page, which says the, the welcome message, but even in a more direct fashion, 
welcome readers of so-and-so. Maybe there's an image of you there. If you perhaps ever took an image, like a photograph with the person that you just guest posted with, that would be awesome. For example, if I were to guest post on Darren Rouse's blog at problogger.net, I would include a special landing page in my bio which when people click on, they come back to my page, but it's a landing page like smartpassiveincome.com slash problogger. And on that page, there's a picture of me and Darren Rouse. Again, this is hypothetical, although I do have a picture of myself and Darren, you know, just there, we're together. So you can imagine the sort of connection that is being made there and that people are going to stick around to keep reading what's going on. And on that page, you can welcome them, say a few things about yourself and why they should stick around perhaps link to some of your best content related again to what your content was on that that particular person's site that you guest posted on. And you should absolutely be using that page to collect an email address. So I would even do that rather than give people links to other parts of your site. The first thing I would do actually, because you've already proven yourself on that guest post and then you've proven yourself in this welcome message, you've created a connection, um, and then you can ask for an email address. It's not a cold ask anymore because you've already proven yourself in that guest post. So ask for an email address, but don't just ask. You want to give something away in exchange for it. So if you have some sort of incentive, some sort of what they now call upgraded content, this is a big strategy on your own blog posts to not only provide an epic, great, value-filled blog post, but at the end of it, have a unique giveaway related to that particular blog post and then use something like lead pages, or you can do this manually if you'd like, give that unique incentive away, again, related to that particular post that they're on, which they used to subscribe to. And so that's going to drastically increase your opt-in rates. Well, excuse me. So anyway, on this landing page, have an incentive created, and it doesn't have to be very long. Perhaps it's just a one-page PDF of tools and resources related to this particular topic that you've talked about. Then people get into your email list, and if you're an even more well-trained ninja, you can have them then receive emails still related to that. So you would segment that list, knowing that those are people who came from that particular guest post, or if you're using something like Infusionsoft, you would tag those people, and then perhaps you could send them content that's related to that incentive and the guest post and you can give them links to other content on your site, again, related to those things. So again, it's just another way to personalize that journey through your site, knowing where those people came from. And again, using the landing page as a way to do that. Now, if you wanted to take this one step further, this is my fifth and final tip, although I, I will say I haven't tested this out yet because again, I haven't done very many guest posts. But lead pages, if you are a lead pages customer, uh, if you're not, you can check it out, askpat.com slash lead pages fully up front with you that is an affiliate link and also i am an advisor for the company um they have a feature called lead boxes and you'll see this actually in the bottom of my posts on smartpassiveincome.com if you click the button at the bottom of the posts it'll make the entire screen sort of dark except for a pop-up that shows up at which point then i'm asking you for your name and your email and that's the power of lead boxes now did you know that you can include a lead box script on another person's site. So that lead box that you see come up on my page asking for your name and email, which then puts you into my email list, I could have that light box pop up on somebody else's site using lead boxes. 
And a guest post would be the perfect place to do that. Now, I would make sure that if you're going to use that, and this is what I would do, is I would ask that person's permission, obviously. And you'd obviously want to give value through that email list and perhaps an incentive. Uh, I, I would definitely give away something as a result of subscribing to that list. But you got to be upfront with that person who owns that blog. And I would even be upfront with the people who are reading that site too. So, for example, at the end where it would have your byline, for example, maybe there's a direct link to your site. But then it would say, if you'd like to subscribe to my email list and get this giveaway and be a subscriber to my email list, click this link. So then that light box would pop up again on that person's blog, not yours. And they would put in their name and email or just email whatever fields you want to collect. And then you've got a person on your list without that person actually having to come over to your site. So cool. The lead boxes feature. Uh, it was really awesome, and I would love to take a little bit of credit for that uh, as, an, as a lead pages advisor. Uh, not that particular use of it, though. I just I wanted that use on my own site, and they implemented it uh, in no time. But to have it done on another site, they just took it to a whole other level. And so uh, kudos to everybody over at LeadBright uh, and LeadPages.net. So awesome. Thank you. I hope that answers your question, Craig. Uh, there's a lot of information there, but a lot of things you could do to really make that experience for people coming from that guest post to your site an awesome one, and a win for both them and you. So, Craig, I look forward to seeing what you do, and I look forward to seeing you in an Ask Pat t-shirt if you'd be willing to take a picture and uh, shoot a tweet out to it. Again, I'm at, at Pat Flynn on Twitter. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show and the opportunity to win an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com, and you can ask right there on that page. It's super easy. Any mic you have lying around, you can use... The sound quality is not a big deal. As long as it's uh, audible, then we're good. I also want to thank today's sponsor again, which is FreshBooks.com. What's cool about FreshBooks is not only it helps you keep track of money going in your business, money going out and invoicing and things like that, but they have an award-winning mobile app as well. It's all on the cloud, so you can access it from any device. And uh, it takes the hassle out of running your business. And you could join millions of entrepreneurs and small business owners who use FreshBooks too. So if you'd like to get a free trial of FreshBooks right now, all you have to do is go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Awesome. Thanks so much. And uh, we're at the end of the show, which means I'm going to give you my quote of the day. And this quote is from Joe Kraus. He says, if you're going to put your product in beta... Put your business model in beta with it. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.